Hi, this is John Cryer, and I am hosting a new seven-part true crime podcast called Lawyers, Guns, and Money that'll challenge everything you think you know about U.S. covert operations and presidential misconduct. From Jack Bryan, the director of American PSYOP, comes the incredible true story of John Mattis, a newly sworn-in Miami public defender in the 1980s who has found himself completely in over his head. I step off the plane, and there is a van with a couple guys with Uzis. And one of them in broken English said, welcome to Bogota, John. Mattis's first felony defendant has been arrested for having a machine gun and tells Mattis a dangerous secret. He was shipping arms into Central America on behalf of the CIA as a first-time lawyer. I want to act like I know what I'm doing. But with the help of a Colombian drug smuggler, how much money the CIA raised by hitting up drug dealers? A lot of money, millions of dollars. An Alabama mercenary. They were prepared to die to the last man. I saw this in them. I saw the fire in their eyes. And they made me their war chief. And a newly elected senator, John Kerry. We are looking at allegations of drug running, gun smuggling, conspiracy to commit murder and murder itself. He'll fight to free his client. The judge said... Show me, in a courtroom, how we were at war. Expose an illegal war being run by the White House. I mean, I wanted him involved, but I didn't want to be on record as doing it. And somehow stay alive in the process. I just escaped a kidnapping by the CIA in Costa Rica. This is Lawyers, Guns, and Money. So you have a man in Armani suit standing in the bow of a boat with a rocket launcher and says, if I lose sight of you, I will launch. You will be vaporized. Available everywhere starting October 29th, or get it ad-free and early starting October 22nd at lawyersgunsandmoney.supercast.com. There you'll find bonus episodes along with exclusive content. Subscribe now. Hey, it's Kimberly, host of the Start Me Up podcast. If you like your politics with some loose talk and salty language, you're going to love my show. I interview the coolest people like Mary Trump, Kathy Griffin, and DNC chair Jamie Harrison. The Start Me Up podcast has an easygoing, casual style and a strong emphasis on left-leaning politics. We also have frank discussions about sex and more than a few spirited rants. Just visit patreon.com slash startmeup or wherever you get your podcasts and start listening today. Thanks for listening to Muller, She Wrote. Have you ever asked yourself, what are those locked episodes? Well, those are full-length ad-free episodes and bonus mini-sodes available exclusively to our subscribers. You can get the key to unlock these episodes, plus receive our hilarious weekly newsletter and free swag by visiting MullerSheWrote.com and clicking subscribe. Not only will you be helping us make this podcast, but you'll be supporting women in podcasting, along with progressive candidates determined to flip it blue in the midterms. This podcast is 100% woman-owned and operated. This podcast contains laughter. So to be clear, Mr. Trump has no financial relationships with any Russian oligarchs. That's what he said. That's what I said. That's obviously what our position is. 
Thank I'm you. not aware of like uh, any of those activities. I have been called a surrogate at a time or two in that campaign, and I didn't have not have communications with the Russians. What do I have to get involved with Putin for? I have nothing to do with Putin. I've never spoken to him. I don't know anything about him other than he will respect me. Russia, if you're listening, I hope you're able to find the 30,000 emails that are missing. So, it is political. You're a communist. No, Mr. Green. Communism is just a red herring. Like all members of the oldest profession, I'm a capitalist. Welcome. Hello. This is Mueller, She Wrote. I'm your host, A.G. I use a pseudonym because I work for the federal government. Uh, my job may be in jeopardy, so we aren't kidding about needing those subscribers, you guys. <laughs> you guys, so please hit us up. And with with me, as always, is Jordan Coburn. Hello, everyone. And Jaleesa Johnson. Hey, guys. How are you guys this week? Good, yeah. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, nice. You're nice? I'm nice, yes. It's a nice I had a guy quick. tell me to get on the pole last night at a mic, though. <gasps> oh, like the stripper pole? The mic stand. The voting pole. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so... Get to those polls. Uh, <laughs> That's what he was doing. He wanted you to yeah. vote, Jordan. Oh, my mistake. Sorry. <laughs> he wanted you to vote. Kind stranger. Yeah. Well, as usual, we have a jam-packed show. Uh, it, it wasn't that crazy of a, of a news week, believe it or not. Um, a lot of the news this week was uh, not Russia related. It was it was porn star related oh. more than uh, than Russia, but there was still enough uh, to go around and make a pretty pretty full episode. So today Jordan will be covering the Kushner and, and Turkey situation. Yes, uh, and Jalisa will be going over a dude named Broidy. Oh yeah, and I'm going to talk a bit about the United Arab Emirates, mm, lovely little country. <laughs> but before we jump in, we have a couple of corrections to make from last week's show. First, Mifsud is Maltese. He's not Russian. Just yes. out there. So thanks for that, pointing that out to us. And there seemed to be a bit of unrest about our reporting on Ivanka <laughs> Trump. Uh, we want to assure you, we all think she's a piece of shit. So uh, I, think what, I think what, Jordan, I think what you were referring to was that you were like disappointed that she turned out to be a piece of shit. Yeah, in general. Not so much like, uh, yeah. For sure, no sympathy for her currently. <laughs> if anything, it was just knowing... Because b- before, people were talking about her like, you know, Ivanka, maybe she's not that bad. She's she's a respectable, maybe. They want to give her a chance. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. People want to give her a chance. And that is strictly the only sympathy that I was extending, <laughs> was just respect for a woman making it, uh, period, yeah. honestly. And then realizing that she is also just a piece of shit... <laughs> Uh, was was sad just in terms of hope for humanity. Yeah, it's it always, is. Yeah. Knowing Not saying that, it just started with that news last week either. No, and 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 you know, knowing that a lot of these dudes in the White House are, are trash is is fine. It's when we it's when we lose like a, a, a woman, yeah, that, yeah. to the dark side where we're like, damn it, why? You know, and there's plenty in this administration. Yeah, uh, Betsy DeVos is a piece of, of, mm-hmm. of, of shit as well. Yeah. So and, I just want to make it clear we don't like Ivanka Trump. <laughs> yeah. And if I may add my own uh, little thing that I found, too, just on the topic of undeserved sympathy there, you know, we reported last week on the Russian model in Thai prison. Yes. So she, uh, Nastya Rybka, I believe, as she goes on Instagram. But she, I learned, 
has been uh, a active supporter of Harvey Weinstein, which oh. now I would like to redact all of my sympathetic. Yeah, redact all of the yeah. last episode. <laughs> yeah. How do you support Harvey Weinstein? She would lead pro Harvey Weinstein protests. <gasps> what? Like trying In to say countries. like don't saying listen. He was great. He's a great dude. Yeah, saying that he was a great dude and he's he's good for women's sexuality. Oh my gosh. Well, not saying she should die either. No. But but we're not I'm getting there. I'm just saying I t- yeah, it's it's I find that it's hard to be sex positive and simultaneously supporting Harvey Weinstein. Mhm. Yeah. That's I didn't crazy. know that. That's terrible. Yeah. Just yeah. so you can all sleep a little bit more at night, I guess. Maybe. Thank you, George. <laughs> <laughs> I was so worried for her. And now was, and now I don't have to worry. Thanks, Jordan. Uh, All right. Well, let's see if we can keep this episode a reasonable length. (laughs) Uh, Last week was pretty long, but it was awesome. It was my favorite episode. You guys seem to love it. So thanks for uh, checking that out. Uh, And let's get right into it with just the facts. All right. On Sunday, the New York Times reported that the Mueller investigation had begun investigating the United Arab Emirates involvement in shaping White House policy. I'll be talking about this later in my special report in my hot notes. So (laughs) (laughs) stick around for that. Uh, it's pretty big news. Uh, it, it, we can't call it the Trump-Russia investigation anymore because we've got other countries involved now. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, I really think that we should... Like, Watergate had was easy to name because it happened at the Watergate Hotel. But I think we should just call this the Mueller investigation. Yeah. He's got a lot of investigations, but I think this is the one that's going to define his life. Yeah. And he deserves the cred. Absolutely. So yeah. I think we're just going to stick with Mueller investigation. Because now we've got more than just Russia. Mm-hmm. Uh, New York Times also reported over the weekend that the State Department has been given $120 million to fight Russian attacks on our elections. And they've spent, guess how much? Zero. Zero. Correct. <laughs> they've spent nothing. We didn't, we didn't rehearse that or anything. No faith. No. Yeah. It's just a sad truth. Yeah, this is just America in a five second. <laughs> <laughs> and note this. Note this. Put a pin in this for later when I talk about Rex Tillerson. Because he's the head of the State Department. He's the one who's supposed to spend that money. Mm. So re- remember, just remember. <laughs> uh, we found out over the weekend also that Mueller sent a grand jury subpoena to a mystery witness asking for all communications this person had with a list of people, including like Trump, Hicks, Stone, and Bannon, to name a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter was alight with speculation about who the mystery witness was. I thought it was going to be WikiLeaks. Somebody oh. somebody uh, thought it was, uh, oh, what did she say? Uh Somebody thought it was stone. Like, I, we find out later in yeah, the week. It's coming. It's coming. Oh, we already found out. We know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm excited. I don't know. Oh, we know. Oh, you know. You oh, know. You know. <gasps> Sunday, we learned that Cone was thinking about leaving the White House. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. Apparently, he was upset by Trump's tariff announcements. So while the tax plan was totally cool with him, uh, the tariffs were just too much. So he, he, we learned Sunday he might leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, the White House pushed back hard on that. But uh, Tuesday he quit. <laughs> the White House was like, he's not leaving. He's not. He loves me. He thinks I'm great. <laughs> I'm the greatest. He's the best. My tariffs are the best tariffs. <laughs> Good for you, Cole. Two days later, he's yeah. like... Bye. I like to believe the White House just has a secret chute that all these people are just <laughs> jumping into, like down the chute, like one of those, button. like one of those emergency airplane slides or something. That's great. <laughs> you can also use it as a life raft. <clears throat> so that was just over the weekend, you guys. While we were recording last week, uh, we haven't even started with Monday. So. 
But here we go. Monday, while you were all curling up with your halo top and listening to episode 18, uh, Nunberg was getting drunk and doing a little blow and getting ready for an all-out assault on the media. Okay? So on Monday, Nunberg Monday. Oh, Nunberg fucked her. (laughs) Sam Nunberg, former Trump aide and Roger Stone suck-ass, lost his shit Monday, and he did a full tour of every newsroom, called every, every news organization. Basically... Okay, so he was the guy subpoenaed over the weekend that I was talking about, Jaleesa. The secret right. subpoena. Mm-hmm. That was him, okay? Nice. And he also might have been the guy that leaked those four stories last week to NBC and CNN. Oh, All the yeah. things that Mueller was asking witnesses that we learned. Because he just likes to talk. Because he was drunk yeah. as fuck. That yeah. makes so much sense. Anyhow, he went on TV all drunk and crazy, <laughs> saying there was no way, no how he was ever going to show up for that subpoena. He called Mueller an idiot. He dared him to arrest him. <laughs> and by the end of the day, after a bunch of nice lawyers explained to him that he could go to jail, reminding him that the last person to defy a grand jury subpoena by special counsel was Susan McDougal <laughs> during the Clinton investigation. And she was jailed for 18 months. Wow. So, Did you see his face, too, when he realized? Yeah, yeah when, that lady told, <laughs> when that lady told him, like, uh, you can go jail. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh. Oh, yeah. my God. It yeah. Just sank we'll in. definitely put the clip. You shared it on Twitter already, AG. Oh, but yeah. the clip of him, that's just like oh. a five second where, where the host, the host on CNN oh, yeah. is like. Aaron Burnett was like, <laughs> I've been sitting close to you. I smell alcohol in your breath. And he's like, uh, and she goes, have you been drinking? And he's like, no. <laughs> and he's all red and splotchy in <laughs> the face and so visibly drunk. He sounded like, you know, in our intro music, the Manafort. That's what I said. That's yeah. what he said. That's that's our position. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe Manafort's a drunk too. Yeah. I don't know. I'd be drinking if I worked for Trump oh, too. Yeah. I love. I'm now. I, I love wine. You know. Yeah. In fact, if you own a wine company. Hey, sponsor us. Yeah. Yes. We'll drink this. We'll drink yeah, it all we day. Yeah, we just we're learning that our demographics are prime wine drinking age. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this yeah. yeah, this would be this is a great opportunity. Yeah, and thanks everyone for taking our survey. We appreciate it. It's yes. totally anonymous. I'm not selling your yes. stuff to anyone. Don't worry yes, about yes, it. Yes, 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 yes. I just, just want to learn who reflection. you guys are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. And we love you. So I think this uh, this tidbit, uh, the drunken raid of all the media channels, I think, is my favorite development so far. <laughs> it's just so entertainment wise. That is great. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know my friends like there's blow in there. He did blow. He totally did blow. This is what I expected. Like, I was what hoping. do you know about blow? You're a comedian. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> From the beginning, I was just like, who's going to break publicly? Yes, he and he's broke. the first. He yeah. He's the one. I bet Shannon Woodward loved it, too. Oh, <laughs> yes. And she was like, yes. So funny. All right. So while all the Nunberg shenanigans were distracting us, uh, we missed an amazing piece on Christopher Steele by Jane Mayer at the New York Times. Uh, We'll be covering that in a bonus episode this week, and that's just for subscribers, so check that out, you guys. But one of the most important pieces of this article uh, is that Steele released a second memo after the first dossier. He released one more that we know about. Uh, It wasn't published by BuzzFeed, and none of us had heard about it until this story dropped. And it revealed that Russia may have actively blocked the appointment of Romney as Secretary of State. Ooh. And Romney is like a known Russian hawk. He doesn't yeah, like Yeah, he doesn't Russia. like them at all. And then all of a sudden Tillerson is appointed, someone well known for being a friend to Russia. Mm. So those are the facts of the story. I'd like to go out on a limb and say Trump offered to pay Nunberg's legal fees to take a bath in tequila and snort some blow and go nuts on the mainstream media you to think like that totally distract from, yeah, it did that. From the fact that Russia handpicked our Secretary of State, pretty much. And of course, that's conjecture. But like, 
Still, yeah, that it makes sense. It happened. And uh, I mean, that's just insane. I mean, Tillerson did a bunch of oil deals in Russia. He would want Russian sanctions lifted. He's a former ExxonMobil CEO. He's their guy. Yeah, it's Russia's homeboy right He's there. got like a medal of love from them. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> a Russian medal of love. <laughs> like a holy, or- <laughs> holy order of we love your oil. A medal of cute. meddling. There you go. Yeah. He totally meddled. <laughs> so, all right. So Monday also we found out that Mueller is looking into Kushner's ties with Turkey mm-hmm. and whether or not that shaped White House policy. All these things about the transition just coming out now that Nader is cooperating, which is interesting. And I'll go over that later. Uh, considering he was in a lot of those transition meetings, uh, and and we all know that uh, Mueller has all the GSA transition emails mm-hmm. too, and Michael Flynn is cooperating and he's yep. there for all that, especially the <laughs> yep. turkey stuff. It's beautiful. Yep. And is the Flynn turkey deal connected with the Kushner turkey deal? Like I don't know. Remember how Flynn was going to k- kidnap that one dude? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, are you going to go over that? Oh yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. So Jordan's going to go over that a little bit. Yeah. Later. Nice. On Tuesday, we found out something uh, that blew me away. I didn't get much coverage. It didn't get much coverage in the news, but frankly, it shocked the hell out of me. And I don't blame the news. There's so much going on that it's hard to have a lead story uh, (laughs) these days. Uh, But we learned, because I think Tuesday is when the the shit broke that Stormy Daniels is suing the president. Right. But it broke on Tuesday that the House Intelligence Committee is leaking intel about the Russia investigation back to Trump's lawyers. Hmm. Basically, a guy named Kramer had testified to the House Intelligence Committee in December. And let me remind you who Kramer is. A nice triangle. (laughs) It's isosceles. Isosceles. You know, I love the name isosceles. If I had a kid, I would name him isosceles. (laughs) Isosceles Kramer. (laughs) So let me remind you who Kramer is. He's the McCain aide that helped orchestrate getting the Steele dossier into the hands of John McCain. Well, he testified to the House Intelligence Committee, and after Kramer testified, Cohen, that's Trump's lawyer, uh, well, his lawyer, uh, called Kramer's lawyer and said, hey, a friend of mine in the House Intelligence Committee told me you might have information about the dossier that could help my client, Cohen. And remember, Cohen is implicated in the Steele dossier. Uh, So he also said, quote, don't tell the House Intelligence Committee I said anything. (laughs) Which is misprision, right? That's covering up a felony. Yeah, mm-hmm. So there is a leak, at least one that we know of, in the House Intelligence Committee that called up Trump's lawyers and said, this is what Kramer testified to today. That's ridiculous. And we've been saying this, you guys, for forever, that the House Intelligence Committee is just a, a, a leaky pile of crap. Yeah. Um, we're not going to get anywhere in there. I'm so glad I'm, I'm so glad Adam Schiff is in there, at least, to, to sort of try to hold things together and right. request, like, subpoenas and, and actually try to get things done although now the head of the they're, they're trying to say that uh, Conway who's the guy who took over for Nunes when he had to recuse himself mm-hmm. he's saying we're wrapping up the investigation and they they interviewed Lewandowski or uh, or Nunberg I think no who'd they interview this week it, it was Lewandowski it was Lewandowski okay uh, and and they were saying that uh, Conway saying that that's a, that's our last guy and we're wrapping it up and and Adam Schiff's all well like, he wants to bring Eric Prince back in yeah. and, and all sorts of other things. He's not so. done. But, yeah, but it's not up to him, unfortunately. So we'll see what happens. But I'm, I'm, I've I'm, never put too much into the House Intelligence and Senate Intelligence Committees or the Judiciaries. Right. Because the Judiciary Committee is because we have Mueller. So. Yeah. That's, that's where the need. truth is. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where it will. That's where it will come out. Now, wh- we might not learn a lot of stuff that Mueller finds out, but I'm, I'm, I feel 
okay. No, yeah. and then he's handling it. So. It's in good hands for sure. Yeah. And also on Tuesday, the office of the special counsel said Kellyanne Conway violated the Hatch Act twice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you dumbass. Do you have any questions about the Hatch Act? Just send me an email. There you, you go. What's your nickname? A, a G or A No Hatch Act G? Yeah. <laughs> a No Hatch Act G. <laughs> in the house. Uh, but like, come on. It's not hard to not campaign under your official title. And that's basically what she did. She got on the TV and she was talking shit about Doug Jones mm-hmm. uh, campaigning for Roy Moore uh, with her official title on the screen and her with the White House in the background. <laughs> you aren't allowed to do that, she man. She doesn't care. That's what no, it is. No, and it doesn't yeah. matter because Trump's just going to... Sm- not do anything exactly. he's the one responsible yeah. for 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 following up and, and doing something about yeah. it yeah. now if i get fired uh for violating the hatch act there's no president backing you up i'm gonna sue because <laughs> because she's not getting fired yeah exactly oh that's a good point yeah so and you guys i mean i've i've heard some things my job could go away uh so we need about ten thousand subscribers <laughs> immediately know, no big deal <laughs> <laughs> that would be great if you could yeah. just you know hop on give a dollar if everybody gave a dollar we still wouldn't be anywhere close but close enough just you know <laughs> just do just do the thing do the thing <laughs> they don't like the hatch act because then how do they fascism yeah oh, good that's point. very good true point. Yeah, how do you yeah. how do you not put uh presidential seals on your golf tees and sell them <laughs> oh what a dick uh, yeah, and the White House responded with this statement. They said, quote, Kellyanne did not advocate for or against the election of any particular candidate. She simply expressed the president's obvious position that he has people in the House and Senate who support his agenda. So where do you draw the line then? Like, what kind of crap is that? <laughs> she basically, I, I wanted to say, she simply expressed the president's obvious position that taking 14-year-olds to Bone Town is totes okay. <laughs> Uh, if I, you guys, well, it's Bone Town, guys. Come on, <laughs> I gotta take them there. What fourteen-year-old doesn't love Bone Town? They love it. Are we there yet? <laughs> Did you? Do you guys know what they called the ninety-nine cent store in Britain? No, <laughs> Pound Town. Oh <laughs> my gosh, that's not a dumb joke. That's, that's a great. real thing. I like that's it. Amazing. It's cute. I think Tamara told me that. It's so they're so innocent. So funny. That is really funny. Going to Pound Town. <laughs> On Tuesday, we also got another piece of Manafort Deripaska uh, news. If you remember from previous episodes, Manafort was uh, crazy in debt to Deripaska. Uh, mm-hmm. Deripaska even sued him until Manafort got the job with Trump, and then the lawsuit disappeared. Uh, as you know, Manafort promised Deripaska updates on the Trump campaign as a way to pay him back. Uh, he even sent an email saying, we, we good? Is this good payback? <laughs> Me telling you about Trump. It was like your Kremlin connection email, yeah, Jordan. Not like, open. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mueller, don't open this. It sounds like a Craigslist ad. It's so <laughs> dumb. It's so, dumb. Uh, so anyway, we also learned that Manafort was dealing with an intermediary named uh, Kalimnik to get his messages back and forth to Deripaska. Uh, we also knew that a Russian sex worker, your Thai jail lady, um, Yep, Ripka. Uh, she uh, took video of Deripaska on a boat in Russia with a deputy prime minister telling him about the Trump campaign and Manafort. What we didn't have was proof, uh, or we didn't know that if that 52-hour window between the Manafort meeting with Kalimnik and the boat video, uh, which was released by Navalny, who's Putin's opponent, uh, was enough time for Kalimnik to get that intel to Deripaska. Well, Tuesday, Medium reported that Manafort was dining with Kalimnik in, a man- in Manhattan in August 2016. Oh. 
That's when he first met with him. Uh, just as an aside, do you know where they were having dinner? Trump Tower. 666 Fifth Avenue. <laughs> oh, nice. Just eating people's hearts. Yeah. Well, it's been confirmed that Deripaska's private jet landed in Newark that night while Kalimnik and Manafort were dining. Within 52 hours, he flew from Newark, which is minutes from where Kalimnik met with Manafort, to Moscow to pick up the deputy prime minister to Norway, where the yacht was that the Navalny tape was made. Wow. That's... They, they now have that travel itinerary. I don't know where they got it, but Medium reported it out. So that is just another kind of piece on the proof pile that there was a conspiracy for, for Manafort to pay back Deripaska by sharing Trump campaign information with him. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So that, I thought that was interesting. Manafort is full. <laughs> 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 was that who it was when I did that? Yeah. <laughs> Manaport is fucked. Uh, we also learned Tuesday Mueller is looking into Cohen about his meeting with Sater and Artemenko uh, when they met to draft a peace plan between the Russians and the Ukraines to clear a path to drop sanctions on Russia. Uh, it turns out Cohen and Sater were told that this plan came directly from Russia and they knew that going into it. So they were knowingly acting as conduits for easing Russian sanctions. Fun. Uh, Cohen's going down. He's going downtown. He's just such a bad lawyer. He's just so stupid. You know, Trump thinks he's the best. (laughs) Well, maybe not now. (laughs) (laughs) I think they forged that stormy note. I mean, yeah. (laughs) And I wonder if Mueller's looking into this, uh, because if you think about this, think about this. Uh, uh, Bill Clinton was impeached because of lying about his affair with Monica Lewinsky. Oh, snap. Nothing to do with Whitewater or any of the real estate stuff that they initially started, Ken Starr initially started looking into. Because the rules, the policies for this special counsel says Trump-Russia investigation and anything that arises. Mm -hmm. If Trump was looking, or if Trump, excuse me, if Mueller was looking at Trump's finances and found this $130,000 payment from Cohen, he could actually just get him on campaign finance law. And lying about it. And covering it up. Mm-hmm. And that's hilarious. It could all come down to a blue dress like, I it, did, hope it. I like really, it did before. Wouldn't that be hilarious? <laughs> yeah. Like all this Russian conspiracy and they're just like, oh, you fucked porn star. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 10 years ago, that would have been the thing. That would have been the biggest story. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and then somehow he has this evangelical base that are just refusing to. He has a racist base. Well, they sold their souls to basically they wanted to get a judge on the Supreme Court that would be against abortion. Right. That's what they, their whole thing. But they know that he's not yeah. down with that. They know it in their soul. It's like when they were still choosing to support Roy Moore, even though he was clearly. A yeah, predator there's something else. Clearly just. uh I don't know. I guess 14, the word predator. Yeah, that's a fucking predator. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like 17 yeah. maybe is questionable. But Too close. 14, if you can't wait. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, Wednesday, another crazy story. It was reported uh, Trump spoke to two witnesses about what they talked to Mueller about. Mm. In one instance, Trump told an aide that McGahn should release a statement denying the New York Times report saying that Trump asked him to fire Mueller. The second time was Trump asking Priebus... Molly, 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 Molly. Asking Priebus if he was, quote unquote, nice in the special counsel's interview. (laughs) 
Now, this might not be against the law, or it might not be obstruction of justice, it might not full-on be witness tampering, but it certainly carries an appearance of interference, uh, which is just bad news. That's just poor, poor form. And his lawyers have to just be banging their heads against against the wall because he they I know they've told him don't talk to anyone about this about what they said don't mm-hmm. just don't do it you'll it'll look like witness tampering yeah so it's that very reminiscent sorry to interrupt it's very reminiscent of the language he used with Comey in that meeting oh that yeah. he wrote down just I see you know I would just like to know you could uh, have honest loyalty yeah are you on my side? You on Team Trump? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> technically, I guess you're allowed to ask those questions, but what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, just, a, it's weird. Yeah. No one has ever, I mean, we, we've been living, the president just doesn't do that stuff. And that's and just not something, like, we've been living in, in this kind of a, like, Fantasy. expectations. <laughs> expectations. <laughs> like, these aren't laws. It's just expected that you don't do this, mm-hmm. and, and he's he's doing he's it. Broken our mistake, our mistake. Yeah, our bad. <laughs> Shame well, on me. Trusting, yeah, trusting people. Would. Fool me once. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when Bush tried to do that? <laughs> well, you can't fool me again. <laughs> Let's get that quote. Yeah. Yes. Well, that was it for Wednesday. Well, except for, you know, the impending trade war and the porn star suing the president. That's a small blurb from the New York Times corroborating <laughs> earlier reporting that the Mooch still did meet with Dmitriev. The Mooch. Uh, three CNN reporters resigned for reporting uh, that Mooch met with Dmitriev because the right wingers said it was fake news and we didn't re- he didn't really have these three CNN reporters didn't really have a lot of, of stuff to go on. But New York Times corroborated it today. Turns out it's not fake news. Uh, but anyway, that's all. That's what happened Wednesday. Slowest news day since we started the pod. It was kind of nice to have sort of a day off. I yeah, take a breather. Just reflect the president being blackmailed by a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, I can't believe it. She should just be like, she should just tell her story yes. and be like, sue me. You know? Seriously, yeah. Like Nunberg. Yeah. Arrest me. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Um, Thursday, uh, the news started really early as Corey Lewandowski headed back to the HIC to testify for a second time. If you remember, uh, we reported uh, the first time he didn't say much. Remember, uh, he kind of like Bannon kept yeah. his mouth shut. He so we'll see if that turns out any differently. I have that weird fantasy that they're somehow all gagged by Mueller, but you know we'll so. see. We'll yeah. see. Manafort was back in court on Thursday, this time in Alexandria, Virginia, in the Eastern District. He has he has two cases going right now. Uh, he has a 12 felony count case in the D.C. court <laughs> and now an 18 felony count case uh, for bank fraud, tax evasion in Virginia. His other trial, uh, the D.C. one, is set for September 17th. And we'll be here for you covering that. But uh, this one hasn't been scheduled yet. And for these charges, he faces up to 18 to 20 years, realistically. It max 270. Crazy. <laughs> but he's old, so he would just spend the rest of his life in jail, yeah. pretty much. You know, I feel like these like people, when they get thrown in jail, like these rich people, might actually make the prison system better, right? They might actually improve it because they're all going to end up in jail. Yeah, I don't know what kind of jail he's going to. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to white-collar resort prison. No, no, no. We're going to federal pound-me-in-the-ass prison. I don't want to go to any prison. Uh, but yeah, he, either way, 18 to 20 years. And that's just for this case. Uh, the best part of this whole story, you guys, is he has to wear another ankle bracelet. 
wait, seriously? Two? He's got to wear two. <laughs> and two chains. Is one federal and one state or something? <laughs> I, well, they're both federal, but one's in Virginia and one's in D.C. Wow. Uh, they don't talk to each other, I guess. So they have to wear That's very two. low tech. <laughs> and I actually tweeted out, I was like, I wonder if he wears both on one leg or two on oh. each one on each leg. And then I watched Maddo that night and she said that. And I was no like, way. you, I love you. She's the best. We I know you're her. listening. I know you're listening. <laughs> we do. We love you very much. Do you think that if he goes to prison, then he'll talk? Uh, too late. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I mean, just about anything he knows about Russia or, or do you essentially I'm wondering if his life would still be in danger by Russian nationals if he was in prison even because we talk about prison being a safe haven for him potentially yeah it's kind of the safest place for him to be and so do you think maybe if he has the safety of a prison then he would if he's already lost exact yeah he would just maybe oh like spill his guts and stay in jail yeah i don't know maybe he doesn't seem like a real scrupulous kind of guy so Hmm. that'd be interesting yeah I, i i wouldn't be able to guess um and i just i you guys i just picture by the time this is all over he'll have like 70 bracelets attached to him <laughs> like he'll be falling down he can't even walk because he's got too many nice. yeah. he'll we, have wrist ones like the <laughs> girls at coachella that keep all their festival wristbands yeah. on yeah oh that's weird uh <laughs> little flower in his head <laughs> dude seriously somebody if i have if there's any cartoonists who listen draw me a picture of manafort with 800 ankle bracelets yes on. i would be your friend for life Ooh, and Mueller gagging people i <clears throat> want to see that Ooh, as a in a sexual way yeah uh, that's weird <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be in dc in april i'm totally gonna like stock his office and nice. see if i can get an autograph a business insider told us on thursday about a letter trump received uh, from putin in 2013 or uh, did Trump send it to Putin? Trump, Trump sent, sent it, it back. Putin. I think it was like a reply to a basket, like a gift basket, right? Yeah. yeah. And so there's a new book coming out Tuesday, which which I'm excited to read. I've ordered it. Um, and it talked about a letter Trump received after his Miss Universe pageant in Russia, right around the time he was looking to build Trump Tower in Moscow, which lost legs when sanctions were imposed by Obama in 2014, right. who did nothing to stop Russia. Um <laughs> Uh, basically, because well, he when you remember when Russia tried to annex Crimea, yeah, yeah, that's why we put the sanctions on him in 2014. Of course, uh, the Post reported last year that Sater emailed Michael Cohen at the end of 2015, telling him that Trump Tower was moving forward and they'd be celebrating Trump being president, uh, insinuating Trump would drop sanctions. So. We also learned Nader was accused of child pornography in 1985. Nice. What is going uh, on? <laughs> the charges were thrown out on a technicality. So he had like a room full of, ch- of kitty porn and it was somehow, like, nah. <laughs> it was somehow um, the siege, the search wasn't, the Kosher. warrant wasn't right or something. Oh my God. Privilege, man. Yeah, that's insane to me. And then on Friday, uh, Washington Post obtained a letter that Trump wrote to Putin. This is the other one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was typed with a handwritten postscript that said, he can't wait to meet beautiful women. <laughs> uh, Mueller has, and have them pee on him. Mueller <laughs> has this letter. Um, I have no idea how he got it. <laughs> because it's a typed r- letter with a handwritten note from him on it. 
Uh, he is seriously just one of the best prosecutors of all time. I don't know how he got that letter. Sneaky. Um, but apparently, apparently something uh, that maybe maybe you knew or maybe you didn't know. Trump doesn't use email, so he has a lot of assistants type up letters for him that he hand signs and they fax or right. they scan in an email on his behalf. So one of his assistants might have had a copy of this letter. Yeah, yeah. So we don't know. We also learned that the FBI seized a bunch of property from the Prime Minister of Malaysia. Oh, yes! Mm-hmm. But you can help these children, Derek, by killing the Prime Minister of Malaysia! He's bad! Oh, okay, so a while back, $700 million just ended up in the bank account of the Prime Minister of Malaysia. And he said it was a present from a Saudi prince. <laughs> it just sounds like an email scam, right? <laughs> I like how they go to parties with million-dollar limits. Right. Oh, my <laughs> <For> gosh. <laughs> yeah, what? Uh, it turns out the prime minister of Malaysia stole billions of dollars from his own country and then tried to launder it by buying stuff like mm-hmm. real estate, Picassos, uh, producing movies. Yeah. He, he did Dumb and Dumber and The Wolf of Wall Street and oh, something no. else. Uh, he bought yachts, just all sorts of shit, and the government seized it all. Uh, we learned about this on fr- on Friday, so the Mueller investigation is paid for. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Just one two hundred and fifty million dollar yacht. We could investigate this for the rest of the. Oh, that'd be so nice. Before. How does a yacht even get that expensive? I don't know. I don't know, but it's ours now. <laughs> it belongs to all the taxpayers. Yay! That'd be great to have a party when Trump finally gets arrested, and then oh he's just God. in a jail cell in the middle, and everyone's yeah. partying all around. Party it. at just Trump Tower. Just throwing that yeah. out there. I like it. I like it. I like it's a good idea. Uh, oddly, uh, Trump hosted the Malaysian prime minister recently. We reported on that. Uh, and a guy named Broidy comes up into the picture. And Jaleesa, you're going to talk about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, we also learned Trump's lawyers are trying to negotiate to, to negotiate with Mueller, saying Trump will meet with you if you end the investigation within 60 oh days. Oh, my God. Idiots. <laughs> Can they you, think that'll work? Can you see Mueller like... <laughs> Nah. <laughs> yeah. And is Trump just so grossly unaware he doesn't understand that his impeachment is the subject of this whole investigation? You're so desperate. Like, I'll give you the information you need as long as we can just wrap this up. I got <laughs> things to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is really interesting you ask that in light of this week's sabotage. Ooh. We'll okay. get to that shortly. Uh, Nunberg testified to the grand jury Friday like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> dick like a hungover bitch (laughs) Uh, but that you guys that's the week's news so uh we'll be right back hello mullerites we'd like to know a little bit about you so please hop online and take our four question totally anonymous survey by visiting mullersherote.com while you're there you can stop these ads for as little as one dollar per month although i really like this background music Maybe we should make it less fun to listen to these ads by, like, maybe playing Trump speeches or something instead. China. 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 You can end this. You can end it all by subscribing now at MullerSheWrote.com. And we'll send your newsletter and invite you to our private Facebook discussion group. And you also have exclusive access to our bonus episodes and all sorts of swag. All this can end if you subscribe now. All right, you guys, it's time for our special reports. Hot notes. <laughs> Jaleesa's going to talk to us about Broidy today. So this should be interesting. Jaleesa, take it away. Yes, Elliot Broidy. He is a big-time Republican fundraiser, 
And he was actually the vice chairman of Trump's joint campaign fund with the Republican Party. So the interesting thing about him is that in 2009, he pled guilty to a pay-to-play scheme involving New York's retirement fund for public sector workers. So in this plea, he gave the New York State Comptroller $1 million in gifts as, I quote, a reward for giving preferential treatment to Broidy's investment fund, Markstone Capital Partners. Mm-hmm. So this is a guy who has a history of shady stuff with uh, politicians, and he's in charge of a lot of Republican fundraising. So uh, as the then New York Attorney General described it, Broidy paid for five personal trips for the state comptroller and his family to places like Israel and Italy, trips that included airfare, luxury hotel suites, and a helicopter tour. Ooh, very Fifty Shades of Grey. That's cool. <laughs> So, All right, you need to read the Sleeping Beauty series by Anne Rice. Ooh. It's the original Fifty Shades of Grey, Aww. and it blows it away. Okay, Ooh. I like that. Yeah. Also written by sexually repressed Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know all about that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so like you were mentioning before, AG, uh, this guy Broidy, he even invested in an obscure movie called Chooch, which was produced <laughs> by a pension official's brother. So <laughs> they just did whatever these guys wanted to get their way. We're and- a professional podcast. We don't talk about Chooch on our podcast. Oh, there you Wait, what is Chooch? I yeah, know. whoever signs on to Chooch is not yeah, a good decision Yeah, I thought like maker. Cheech and Chong, Chooch, you know, yeah. I don't know. Chonch. Chooch is what they call their love child. I don't oh, know. Okay. It sounds like a baby name. It sounds like yeah. my vagina is what it sounds yes. like. Okay. Chooch. Yeah, I can see In that. In fact, I think I'm going to call it the Chooch from now the on. The Chooch. I love it. The Mooch and the I Chooch. I agree. <laughs> That's <laughs> a really nice. good name. <laughs> so in 2012, a judge reduced Brody's felony plea to a misdemeanor after he re- paid $18 million to the state. Broidy also left his company, Markstone, but he currently runs his own firm, Broidy Capital. So, you know, slap on the wrist, basically. Here's another thing, though. This other company, CIM Group, uh, it's from Los Angeles. They're a private equity firm that has a key role in real estate dealings involving Trump and Kushner. They're involved to this because they handle investments from public pension funds as well. And they were basically uh, Broidy at the time of his New York incident when he pled guilty. He was also on the board for the Los Angeles Fire and Police Pension uh, Committee. So this guy was not only doing shady stuff in New York that he was found guilty for. He was also simultaneously on similar boards in Los Angeles. And it looks like that's where Mueller is trying to get some more info from. From. So according to the LA Times, Broidy voted to invest $30 million of pension funds with the CIM without disclosing that his own private equity fund had received $50,000 from them. However, he was not sanctioned for these crimes. So he was only uh, charged for the New York stuff. And yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of information just sitting here waiting to be dug up again. And this guy, Ryan Mahoney... A spokesperson for the RNC, he said this information about Brody is well documented. And in the past, there's a point at which somebody has paid their debt to society and Elliot has done that. So, you know, of course, the RNC has his back on that. Makes total sense. But fast forward to Thursday when the Washington Post published an article detailing how Brody and his wife, they as a couple sought to make tens of millions of dollars if the DOJ dropped its investigation into an investment deal connected to the prime minister of Malaysia. (laughs) So this, yeah, this is where the whole, it's in the past, don't worry about it, he's a change man. This is when they can disprove that. So the Justice Department has been investigating Malaysian officials over allegations of money laundering through the U.S., 
And somebody reached out to this, you know, to Brody and his wife trying to get them to shut down this whole investigation. Over the past year, there's been emails discussing an arrangement. Uh, it's about a consulting contract with Joe Lowe or Joe. Joe Lowe, is that how you pronounce that? It's <laughs> it's pretty much just the... Joanne Lowe, let yourself go. I think J-Lo, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the company or uh, the businessman, I guess, who's at the center of the investment scandal that threatens the Malaysian leader, Najib Razak. Long story short, uh, the DOJ said that $4.5 billion belonging to a sovereign wealth fund was stolen by high-level officials at the fund, including including low and some of the money allegedly benefited the prime minister who oversaw the whole thing. So your classic, you know, Putin style, I'm going to claim my money was stolen, but by the way, I still have it and then, you know, you get more. So, just that typical crime. But yeah, Mueller's on it. And um, the emails did not show that any deals were finalized. But, you know, the idea is that Mueller's trying to figure out if they were. And I think even just the the planning of it, right, AG, it's basically just like the attempt to do all these things is bad enough. So he's got that. Yeah, I mean, there's no the the stuff we're seeing is just so out of the ordinary. Yeah, so blatant. Yeah, yeah. It's nuts how expansive this probe has become. Yeah, it's getting into Malaysia. I haven't thought about them since that plane went missing. So it's like, there's just so many countries involved in this. Yeah, it's a good thing we didn't include Russia in the title of our podcast. Exactly. Yeah, that'd be too limiting. Include everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got Saudi Arabia, we got North Korea. I mean, yeah. It's a world true. investigation. So I'm glad we kept it, you know, broad enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it the up. Mueller investigation. And then, yeah, Mueller's going to find out basically what happened on the California end of all of these, you know, schemey things. So that's where we are with Elliot Broidy. But I mean, he's not in trouble yet. He's just someone that keeps popping up. So hopefully something happens with him again, besides yeah. the plea deal in New York. I mean, he's super shady. He is. Um, and he's getting away with it. Like in California, they let him go. So I don't know. I'm kind of hoping Schneiderman's doing something. I don't know. Ooh, we'll yeah. see. Yeah, that could be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's it really... I guess, you know, I mean, like I said, there's so much that's being investigated that we just don't even know about. Yeah. Um, we get these little tiny crumbs and tidbits about this investigation, uh, and we spin them into hour and a half long shows. <laughs> yeah. I mean, imagine if we had all the information. Exactly. We're still processing it, you know? It would be too much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's insane how much information is coming coming out about it. So Yeah, yeah. But I hope something happens to this guy. Uh, Brody. Yeah. yeah, I remember him. Yeah. Thanks for that hot note. Of course. Hot notes. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan is going to talk turkey with Kushner. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so the old Jared Kushner. He's the now- old Jared Kushner. <laughs> Worst pub ever. <laughs> Where are you going tonight? We're going to go hit up the ye old Jared Kushner. Nice. But uh, so Kushner is now getting investigated by Mueller uh, in it's his size with Turkey that he is being investigated on now. So it never ceases to amaze me what Kushner has managed to entangle himself in. <laughs> it's honestly impressive. He's so young. He's yeah, so his whole life ahead of him to do shady he's shit. Like thirty-one or something. Yeah, oh. very young. This is this is the youngest pile of buffoons to have ever <laughs> drastically shaped U.S. history. Oh I think. yeah. Uh, but so U.S. federal investigators are currently scrutinizing whether any of Kushner's business discussions with Turkish foreigners during the presidential transition later shaped White House policies, uh, specifically in ways that were designed to essentially benefit or retaliate against those that he spoke with. So 
according to witnesses and other people familiar with the investigation is where this reporting comes from. Um, it's pretty uh, uh, easy to get on board with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Um, but it's specifically in relation to financing his real estate properties, which is something that keeps coming up with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and this is regarding countries, the countries Qatar, Turkey, United Arab Emirates, Russia, and China. Wow. All those people They're all that in. we keep talking about. Damn. So essentially, there's reason to believe that there was more quid pro quo actions going on with Kushner and his talks, his business proceedings with these people. If you'll remember from last week, uh, there was a story that came out about Qatar and how he mm-hmm. was denied and then was involved in a blockade. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the Saudi blockade, uh-huh. the Qatari bl- Yeah. Exactly. So, and we have a base there with thousands of troops. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, and... and no um, bigs. Oh, my just, God. Just F those guys, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and the Trump campaign already, as you know, has a history of potentially colluding with Turkey in some way. Mm-hmm. Our good old Michael Flynn is mm. currently cooperating with the Mueller investigation, nice. if you have uh, somehow forgotten that. <laughs> um, and it, it's believed that... It seems like forever ago. It yeah. really does. It's <laughs> almost he like... flipped, right? Yeah. yeah, it feels like it's a new, different investigation, but it's... <laughs> It's all part of the same thing. It's so true. It's insane. Yeah. This is crazy. It's a long one. Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, I feel like the only way someone could comprehensively cover this whole investigation is how we're doing it. Just in it week to week. Because mm-hmm. it's impossible it's to organize so everything that's going on. Yeah. And all the different webs that exist. Yeah. Somebody was like, you're, you're, you guys should have a commercial that says, we're just like last week tonight, except about Mueller and we're girls. <laughs> Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to last week tonight. Totally just like it. Yeah, John Oliver. Hey, you are one of my heroes. If you oh, ever Oh my God. Wanna him. come on the show and talk Muller, just you know Hit us up. He's also a person that I find to be very sexy. So yeah. sexy. He's super, yeah. super sexy justice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for oh. him. He's so funny too. Oh my god, he's so funny. Like yeah. a part two His calendar staff, with all those guys. I would love to write for that show. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. would be like the ultimate. He'd be yeah. great for that. Um thank you. We're available. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can commission us. Only all three of us, though. Yeah. You can't split us up. <laughs> you, can't, you can't. Yeah, like, like any one of us is going to be like, no, I turned down your job unless, oh, unless okay. the other two are coming with me. Um, <laughs> but ju- just to, to to remind you all, it's believed that Erdogan's son had conversations with Michael Flynn, uh, potentially about quid pro quo deals. And uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> it was easy to misspeak on that. No Quid pro quo deals. Mueller's yeah. um, team is essentially deciding if his contacts with these foreign countries have altered uh, White House policy as well. And the context that Kushner has in all of those conversations. Um, and and the, the real crux of it is whether or not Kushner stood to benefit financially from these policies. And just a reminder, under US law, it is illegal for any government employee, including someone being considered for an advisory role, to render advice based on financial interest. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that is really what is motivating this probe into Kushner in his relation to Turkey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you nice. so much. Yeah. That was a nice little wrap up, Jordan. I appreciate it. Yes. Hot notes. Yes. All right. Hot notes. <laughs> Hot notes. All right, you guys, I'm going to talk a little bit about the United Arab Emirates and a guy named George Nader. And who, who's Nader? So he's this Lebanese-American guy. He used to be a go-between uh, between uh, Syria and the Clinton administration. Uh, and one wonders if the Trump White House is 
backing of the Qatari blockade uh, came from Mr. Nader or Jared Kushner. Because remember, you were just talking about this too, Jordan, uh, when Kushner's dad went to the Qataris to, to borrow money uh, to put into the 666 Fifth Avenue property, and they mm-hmm. said no. And then all of a sudden, Kushner pops up backing this Qatari blockade mm-hmm. uh, on the side of Saudi Arabia. Well, UAE was for this too, and Nader was this is this UAE guy. So mm-hmm. it could have been Nader's influence. It could have been Kushner's influence. It could have been a combination of both um, that led to the blockade. We're not sure. Now... Eric Prince once hired Nader to help him drum up business in the Middle East for Blackwater. That was his private security firm I was telling you about. Right. Uh, The important thing here is that Nader attended a lot of meetings during the Trump transition on behalf of the UAE, pretty much. Uh, Or, you know, as the go-between to the United Arab Emirates. So here's a little timeline about these meetings that took place. So as you know, November 8th is is when Trump was elected. Mm -hmm. Just a couple weeks later, on December 1st, Flynn, Kush, and Kislyak met in Trump Tower to set up a backdoor communications channel and to set up a meeting between a Trump surrogate and a Putin proxy in a third country, hmm. like a secret off-site location. Yeah. Um, not in America, not in Russia. Now, that meeting happened on 12-1, and we reported that meeting that week. We, we learned about it. Um, or the week we learned about it. Now, on 12-12, almost two weeks later, Jared's assistant met with Kislyak briefly in Trump Tower. Now, Kislyak, in, in case you have forgotten, he's the ambassador to Russia. Mm-hmm. So they met in, in Trump Tower on twelve twelve. That was a Monday. Tuesday, the next day, Kushner met with Gorkov from VEB, which is a, a, a sanctioned Russian bank. Okay? Yeah. And then two days after that, Flynn, Kushner, and Bannon met with the crown prince of United Arab Emirates, who goes by MBZ, which is like <laughs> Wu-Tang to me. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to call him Mbiza. <laughs> and, uh, Mbiza and Nader was there with Mbiza. Usually when the crown prince comes over uh, to the United States, when there's any dignitaries here, they inform the government. They didn't tell us this time, but we found out anyway. So, <laughs> um, And then just after that meeting with Mbiza, Eric Prince approached... Uh, Mbiza and said, hello, I am to be the surrogate for Trump. Um, what? When should we meet? Well, on January 11th, um, less than a month later, uh, Nader, George Nader, this guy, Eric Prince, Mbiza, and a guy named Dmitriev, who's a Russian surrogate for Putin, and a hedge fund manager that's given hundreds of millions of dollars to UAE, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's also the guy who met with the mooch that those three CNN reporters right. got fired over. Yeah, these guys all meet in the Seychelles, the on, in the Seychelles Islands. Mm-hmm. And, and you remember we reported that yes. that weird meeting. Like, mm-hmm. why was he? What was he doing there? Was he talking about sanctions, etc.? Well, it was basically to set up that back channel. Wow. And Prince has testified to that. No way. So which testimony to the House Intelligence Committee is true? Because (laughs) Prince testified that it was a meeting to set up the back channel, Mm -hmm. but he didn't say Nader was there. And now he kept that secret. Hmm, There's only like five dudes there. Yeah. And he left one out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Suspicious. hmm, Weird. So now... um, Mueller is looking closely at this meeting, um, and Nader 
was arrested at Dulles Airport. Ooh, when? When? Yeah. Uh, very recently. Oh, snap. Uh, on his way to Mar-a-Lago. It was, it was in January. Oh, okay, okay. Nader was on his way to Mar-a-Lago. He's tra- changing planes at Dulles International Airport mm-hmm. to go to Trump's one-year anniversary party, the of one course. he almost missed because the government was shutting Aww, down. Oh, poor thing. <laughs> so Nader's on his way. Like, I'm going to go party for Trump's one-year anniversary. And the FBI shows up and says, nope. And uh, you remember, <laughs> so the, the remember I reported earlier that that uh, he was con- not convicted but uh, accused of child pornography in 1985. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Well, that's the first thing I thought of when the, when they reported this. They said the FBI uh, apprehended him and seized his electronics, and I'm like, ooh, maybe they got uh, yeah. kitty porn in there. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. Um, but uh, and this is interesting because this is how they nabbed. Uh, Papadopoulos. Oh, this is how they got Papadop. They got him at the airport, mm-hmm. and and which means they already had a search warrant, right? Uh, not I don't know for Papadop, but for Nader because yeah. they seized his electronics. Yeah. You can't see somebody's electronics yeah. without a warrant. Okay, uh, and they might have already had charges. Oh my god! And said we got charges, and well now Nader's flipped and he's cooperating. Wow. Well, oh. flipped. I don't know that he was not flipping, yeah. but still, it's great news. He's yeah, he surrendered immediately. Yes, pretty much. And now think of all those meetings he was at, mm-hmm. and Flynn was at. It's good all stuff. during the transition, yeah. And the people working with the team now, and mm-hmm. they all felt like they had to do all this before inauguration. Wow. So why? Oh. You know, Mueller's mm-hmm. gonna find out setting up that back channel. But what for? What you know? Just is this for back and forth? Like, how are you gonna pay us back? What are what do we owe you? Like, yeah, they wanted to be able to talk um, off the record without the United States government knowing. Right for some okay. reason. And is there an act that requires that they identify themselves as being? Because uh, at that point, would they be considered an agent or or what? What is the legality of Good being point. required? Yeah, yeah. What's what's the consequences of that meeting? Just by or is it that they just want to be off the map and it's not necessarily illegal for them? Oh yeah, oh, having a back channel communication. Yeah, is it necessarily illegal or just within the context of this investigation? It just looks fishy. I don't know that it's illegal. I think what covering it up is illegal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But, Which um, they've done time and time right. again. Yeah. Yeah. That's been proven. Yeah. But okay. what what I don't know what we the, I think what the crime part is is what they were communicating. Right. Yeah. The context. Right. What they were setting up the back channel yes, for. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. That I think is where the crime is because they apparently set up a back channel and used it. Now another thing I want you guys to remember is we reported on this a while back. Do you remember how Mueller got a hold of all of the transition emails from the GSA? Yes. Well, when he just got them. Yeah, yeah. He just asked for them mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah, here. And uh, he thought, Trump thought they had a lawyer in there, one of Giuliani's buddies. Yeah. Uh, protecting those, <laughs> those emails. emails. But yeah. that guy died. Oh, yeah, no. that's right. And so the GSA was like, yeah, here you go, bro. <laughs> and so yeah so not only do we have flynn and nader from all those transition meetings but we have all the transition emails so i just picture in my head that these like here's the movie scene okay uh cut to interior airport <laughs> dulles international we see nader getting off of a plane checking his watch ready to party at mar-a-lago just excited to meet Stormy Daniels. <laughs> and then he's heard so much. And then five guys walk up in FBI windbreakers, the blue ones with the yellow writing. Oh yeah. And they come up and they have their fingers on their ears because they're listening to stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they they pull, pull him aside, uh, hand him a warrant, 
and then and then take his laptops away from him and then say follow us and they lead him down this hallway into whatever sort of weird question room they have at the airport when they question people and and Mueller's in there just sitting across no, at this table yes. and there's one pendant light metal hanging from the oh. ceiling with the light coming down on the thing and it's kind of flickering a little bit <laughs> <laughs> Like Jason Bourne, like the Bourne identity. Yeah. And Muller's just like looking at him. Dun, dun. <laughs> and Nader says they walk him over and they push him down in the chair. You know, they like sit him down. And uh, Muller just starts asking him questions about stuff he already knows about because he has all the GSA emails. Mm-hmm. And Nader's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I don't know. <laughs> and he's sweating and like sweat drops are dripping on the little table. <laughs> And he's like, I don't know. No, I wasn't there. I wasn't at that meeting. I don't know the crown prince. I don't know Mbiza. And, <laughs> and then Mueller slams the email down in front of him and says, yes, you do. Ooh. You're under arrest for yeah. lying to special prosecutor. Yes. And you better cooperate or you're going to jail. Nice. And he goes, oh, yes, sir, whatever you say. <laughs> and he just starts singing. Yes. About everything. They better give you screenplay royalties or screenwriting royalties when this comes out. Fade out. <laughs> That's how I see it. That's beautiful. Out. Thank you. Wow. Yes. Yes. We got to add some applause there. (laughs) All right, you guys. Thanks so much. That's Hot Notes. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Muller She Wrote. The she in Muller She Wrote is no accident. Did you know that we are 100% women owned and operated? Every single person that helps make this podcast possible identifies as a woman. Our creative and web design, our engineer, our producers, our editors, our digital media manager, our agent... Our ad exec, our merchandising manager, even the USPS clerk that helped me set up our P.O. box. All women and all LGBTQ plus allies. We will continue to employ and partner with women as our podcast grows, but we could use your help. So please support women in podcasting by visiting MullerSheWrote.com and become a patron today. All right, guys, welcome back. It's time for Fantasy Indictment League. Yeah. All right, we are still waiting for that second indictment of Russians to drop. Uh, I thought it was going to be like a Friday and a half ago, but we're still waiting. Uh, In the meantime, I want to read you my entire list of my whole team. So here's who I have so far. For plea deals, I have Paige, Bannon, Clovis, maybe Roger Stone. Hmm. Uh, It depends on whether or not he cooperates. Right. Or denies, like if he pleads guilty or not guilty. I think he's a not guilty kind of pleader. Okay. I've got Papadop, Flynn, McGann, Gates, Hicks, Raphael. That's the other guy who was the babysitter for the Trump kids that, right. oh, yeah. that yeah. left the White House. Mm-hmm. Schiller, that's the bodyguard. Mm-hmm. And Prince, uh, not the singer. <laughs> oh, rest in peace. <laughs> those, are my, those are my plea deals. Okay, now some of them already have made plea deals for Gates, mm-hmm. Flynn, Papadop. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yeah, I like that list. Yeah. Now, Solid. For indictments. 
I have probably Roger Stone. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think he's going to plead not guilty. He just he's got a he's got a tattoo of Nixon on his back. Have you oh, seen that? Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I, mean, I, I should get one on my ass. It's <laughs> like this big, just right That's in the cute. center of his back. Google it Google. with the peace sign. I want that one. No, yeah. it's just his head. It's just his floating head. <laughs> oh my God! Google. Can we put that in the news? We'll put yeah, that in the news. I, yeah, I'll send yeah. it. Out. Google Roger Stone <laughs> Nixon tattoo, and it's there. <laughs> nice. Jesus yeah. Christ! He's actually in pretty good shape for being so oh. old and weird. Uh, <laughs> and weird. <laughs> for her. So that, okay, so Roger Stone, I've got on there. Nader, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, although he could just plead guilty. I think I might move Nader to the guilty plea cooperating thing. Okay. Uh, Nunez. Right. Uh, because it came out this week that Nunez, there's some speculation that uh, when... Page was in Russia giving an announcement of Rex Tillerson as Secretary of the of State a day before he was actually announced as Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. Nunez was one of the guys in the transition team that was in charge of appointments. Yeah, and so there's speculation that Nunez talked to Page. That makes sense. Um, so I think anyway, the, for many reasons, I think I think he's the leak. Also, Ooh. one of them. Uh, he's on there, uh, Junior. DT Jr., Cush, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sessions, Pence, Trump, Sater, uh, Cohen, Ross, that's the can of soup guy mm-hmm. from the trade yep. tariffs, where he's like, now take a look at this can of soup. <laughs> he's old as dirt. Like, he's infinity years I old. Like soup. <laughs> he's like holding up a can of soup. He needs like, some soup. <laughs> There's two cents worth of steel in this can of soup, and if we raised it 20 it would be... Had fractions of a penny. You know he loves his soup too. <sighs> Poor old man. It's cute. I think he's gonna get indicted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Torsion. Uh Epstein, which is Epstein. Mm-hmm. Um uh, I have a bunch of Russians. They already were indicted, mm-hmm. but I have another bunch of Russians. Ooh. We're waiting on that. A coffee of I Russians. <laughs> two bunches of Russians. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bunch of K Street guys. K Street is where all the lobbying firms yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. That Manafort used to work on uh, at. So and Manafort has to, I don't know. Uh, if Gates is telling all, he might he might turn in a lot of these K Street guys, mm-hmm. too. I think Manafort... Uh, uh, is on that list. He is. He has been indicted. Uh, three European dudes are going to be on there. Okay. Um, those are the ones that Manafort and Rohrabacher met with uh, to try to get to try to basically pass fake news around right. from that Skadden report from the Giuliani firm mm-hmm. uh, on Temeshenko and Yanukovych. How do I remember this stuff? I don't even know. So That's many impressive. names. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he's on there. Um, the three European dudes, Pearson and and Parscale. Those are the two people from the digital. They ran the digital campaign. Mm-hmm. Parscale is Trump's new campaign manager for 2020. <laughs> uh, we heard his new campaign slogan today. Keep, Keep America, America great. great. Really? Not a joke? Like, he made it great, and now he wants oh, you to wow. keep it great. <laughs> That's it, it was a pile yeah. of shit up until like, now. Guys, I fixed it in four years. It's incredible. <laughs> I'm like, keep it this way. <laughs> Everything's great. I love it, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't, but... <laughs> uh, Tom Barack. Uh, Barrick. Barack. Mm-hmm. Tom. Yes. Tom. He's not worthy of Barack. <laughs> <laughs> I think Imbiza will be on there. There you go, yeah. Uh, Rohrabacher. Um, oh, yeah, that piece of crap. Yeah. Artemenko, the Agalarovs, Robbie Love, you live. 
I call him RoboCop because I don't know what else to call him. He's the guy who bought uh, Trump's. He bought Trump's forty million dollar mansion for a hundred million dollars and then oh, sold right. it for forty million. That's right. Ooh, I wonder why. That's hmm. Robbie Avlov. Where the sixty million? Yeah. <laughs> Deripaska, uh, Kalimnik, and Putin, and of course Priebus is the mole. That's so. There's my list. Ooh. Nice. I don't know. What do you guys think? Comprehensive. I yeah. would agree with everything on it. Yeah, we're going to start hearing some uh, some names from other countries soon, probably. Yeah, too. we're going to be pronouncing some interesting foreign names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> More than we already have. More than Rabalavliev. <laughs> you got to roll the blub. Rabalavliev, I think go. is how you say it. Nice. That's a good list, though. Yeah. I mean, a lot of shitty people, but a good list. And you know what's really interesting is that's probably not even half of it. Yeah. 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 There's people like, who have heard of Vander's Wand? Right? Right? Who's that guy? We gotta, <laughs> we gotta make a up. physical like, list or something. I didn't know about Nader until they started talking about the UAE. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. these people? We're learning. I, you know, I appreciate, if nothing else from this investigation, I'm learning so much yeah. about foreign policy and just the people. List, the list yeah. of uh, potential indictments is almost as long as the list of people who have left Trump's cabinet. Oh, <laughs> good point. We should compare them. Let's see which one's longer. <laughs> almost longer as long as the list of people who've left the White House. <laughs> I love when uh, Maddow puts that wall up. Yeah. It's a good wall. It's colossal. Yes. It's hilarious. We, I think we try to send it out every week, uh, <laughs> updates to that wall yeah, uh, yeah. in the newsletter. So keep your eye out for that. All right. Are you guys ready for sabotage? Yeah. Oh. You guys are going to love this. Ooh. <laughs> so uh, news got out today. Trump just hired a lawyer. Oh, another, another one lawyer. To add to his legal team. <laughs> Get, guess what this lawyer is specializes in? Uh, ooh, porn. Im- <laughs> impeachment proceedings. Oh. <laughs> so this is where we do part one of the happy dance. Happy dance. Yes. Happy dance. Oh, such vindication. Um, yeah. It's an admission of guilt, at least a little bit. At least a little bit. It's a little or, squirtle of guilt. He's a no little dummy. Squir- yes. I, I think... Uh, Isn't squirtle something you catch on Pokemon? It is. I yeah. so. Yeah. Really also cute. a little pee is it, what it I... Is, it is adorable. Yeah. Yeah. He's squirtle. <laughs> um, but, but I... Uh, I had to feign being surprised a little bit there, so sorry if it seemed disingenuous. You faked it. You faked it, Jordan. I haven't heard. Yeah, I didn't hear this one. But so. but I saw this one, and I saw that it was the same lawyer that Clinton used when he was in Trump. Oh well, that worked sorry. out lovely. Yeah. So yeah. Well, Please, Trump. Yes, use this guy. Well, I mean, that okay. That's true. He wasn't. Clinton didn't get booted, which would be he was so impeached. He got a better Trump, deal. You think? But, well, I don't know. I he mean, was it, it stops that. Yeah, right. once once the impeachment part is done, then um, you're right. Yeah, they saved him from that. Then at it's least. not up to that lawyer at all anymore. But yeah, but yeah, that's that's crazy. Right. If it would end up even remotely how it ended up for Clinton, I'm cool with that. I don't care how it happens, Stormy Daniels or what. <laughs> just let it happen. Yeah. So he's been meeting with this guy, uh, and this came out today, and I just think that's so amazing. That's great. Um, that's great. That is. So good. Mm-hmm. Emmett T. Flood. He sounds oh, like Flood. Okay. He sounds like somebody from the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. <laughs> I've never known how weird names can be. <laughs> I'm Roscoe P. Coltrane. <laughs> you guys don't even know what I'm talking no, about. No, but it sounds like one of Trump's people. <laughs> it kind of is. <laughs> if you ever watched the Dukes of Hazard, you know, oh, they I only drove it. around in a big car with a General Lee painted oh, on the top of it. Oh my God, that's so true. I know that 
much <laughs> balls hanging from the license plate. And it was really? so sad when I found out, because like, I was a kid when I watched Dukes of Hazzard. I loved that show and I loved that car. It was my favorite Hot Wheels. And then I Aww. found out what the Confederate flag was and I was oh, like, no. oh no. I'm glad you found out though. I, it's kind of funny to know that you didn't know from the start because yeah. they don't really teach that as being a bad thing. Like, I wonder how many kids are naturally drawn to the aesthetics of the Nazi, exactly. of the swastika yeah. <laughs> without knowing. Yeah, all the OCD <laughs> people are like, like, oh, oh man. No. No. <laughs> I, I wasn't sad when I had to give up the swastika. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, AG. <laughs> so this basically is a signal that Trump is uh, preparing for the investigation to continue through, throughout the immediate future, at least. Uh, so apparently, uh, when Trump's lawyer said. We'll let him talk to you if you end the investigation in 60 days. <laughs> this is an indication that Mueller said, go fuck yourself, yes. pretty much. Um, so anyway, it's, it's, it's already produced multiple indictments. The, the president's seen uh, departure of key White House personnel, as you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just going to keep going. And so he's looking at adding this guy to his legal yes. team. Amazing. Love I love this so much. It's good. Damn it, T. Flood. Yes. It's getting good, <laughs> I want everyone for the Everyone that has already great names for the movie. Exactly. Scadden you don't have Law to make them firm. up. Sounds like an evil thing. Yes. Who's your favorite? Papa Dop. Gotta be, Papa right? Papa Dop is pretty yeah. good. Best name. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I like yeah. M. Bizza pretty hard right now. Okay, okay. He's pretty great. But like, just every, all these names are so great. Yeah, there's enough weird names to go around. Hope Hicks, Hope, Hope. Her name is Hope and she might help us take down the whole thing. Like, (laughs) You never know. This is all great. All right, guys, let's go to some questions that we had and some comments this week. So uh, send us your questions. Of course, you can visit uh, MullerSheWrote.com and click contact and send us your questions anytime. We'll we're happy to answer them on the air. Uh, Soroya Rowley wanted to know what the collective noun for obstructions of justice was. <laughs> and we've decided it's a kofefe. Yeah. Um, oh, it's kofefe. I say kofefe. <laughs> Am uh, I wrong? <laughs> I like fefe. I like fefe too. It's yeah. just got a nice sachet swashiness to it that mm-hmm. I appreciate. Um, so it's a kofefe of obstructions. <laughs> uh <laughs> At Jen the Nab asked us to set up a secret Facebook group for patrons, so mm-hmm. we set that up. Yay. So if you're a patron and you subscribe, join us on that Facebook page. If you're not, it's just a dollar. You can do it. Come on, we love you. Get a Big Mac for for more than that. Come on, yeah, <laughs> that's totally true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, at I be that dude. He and I had a conversation about the Tillerson thing, and I told him I thought Trump probably agreed to pay. Nunberg's legal fees if he went nuts on TV. That's right. that's where that conversation yeah. came from. I do. I think I think Trump was like, dude, I'll give you a million dollars if you I bet he would distract from the fact that Russia hired mm-hmm. our Secretary and it of worked. State. Technically he did distract us from that article. Yeah. That was a great article too. Yeah. I'm glad you covered it. We're gonna be doing it in the in the Minnesota this week. Oh, so. we didn't go in depth. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just covered the, the like the little tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. I want to give a shout out to Hellbent Podcast and their Hellions. That's yeah. who listens to Hellbent. We have the Mullerites. They have the Hellions. <laughs> Thanks for the love this week, ladies. We support women in podcasting. Uh, so follow them at, Hel- uh, at Hellbent Pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow us at Muller She Wrote. That's yes. Twitter and Insta, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. And thanks to at Tim Hollian for his support. Uh, he's known as Tim the Anti-Trumper. He gives us a lot of love. Um, so we appreciate that. And thanks to at Poop Weasel. Uh, I really just wanted to say Poop Weasel. Um, Lovely. Yeah. So at Poop underscore Weasel. Check, uh, check that out. Uh, and uh, at Kathy in Kentucky. That's Kathy underscore in underscore KY. Oh. Uh, she... 
uh, is I just thought it was great that she was in Kentucky. I love that we have just such a diverse group. Yeah, thank you, Kathy. Right? Yeah, of listeners, they're from all over the place. We're sending out our shirts and our stickers and stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, to our patrons, and it, uh, there's just people from everywhere. It's yeah, great. it's amazing. We got one uh, from Kevin Plants that said we are now his favorite podcast to listen to while at the gym. Yeah, pumping Ooh. that iron. Mm-hmm. That's a cool one. Nice. I put that on Instagram actually. Yeah, yeah. When I do my yeah, when I do my Bowflex Max trainer. Do you want to sponsor us, Bowflex? <laughs> there you go. Nice. When I'm on my Bowflex Max Trainer M7, <laughs> I listen to us. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's kind of weird listening to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kevin, right? Thank you, Kevin. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, at uh, Pen Umbrelli, a.k.a. Fitzwilliam, asked us, how long can this go on? <laughs> In reference to how long can Trump's lawyers negotiate Trump's interview? Okay, okay. I thought he's like, I can't take it. How long is <laughs> <laughs> So they can really uh, drag this out pretty much as long as they want. But at some point, I assume Mueller will start pushing pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Anthony Kripal or Kripal, Kripal. Mm-hmm. We don't discriminate. Uh, yeah. Says, <laughs> quote, easy to digest episodes that are simple yet complex. Just Aww. the facts at first, then speculation as to what those facts mean. Catch up on Papa Dop, Mueller time, and everybody's honey. Oh, sorry. <laughs> everybody's homie. Comey. Yeah. On Mueller, she wrote. Ooh, and nice. my honey. Sorry. Oh, Thanks, well, Anthony. I, all of us. Yeah. We all want. Anthony homie. got a shirt, actually. He's <gasps> nice. a whistleblower. Hey. Oh. Thanks, that's, Anthony. That's, that's a subscriber level for those of you that don't know. Mm-hmm. You get everything. You get a Mueller, she wrote tote. Well, it's a little bag, a reusable bag. It's nice. Stickers, a t shirt, a newsletter. Yeah. A community. You on get a pimped Facebook out, group. man. It's nice. You do. And our sexy justice calendar. We're just putting it together. Yeah. Final touches. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that'll be out. I think we're going to start it in June or July, so you have enough time to get them. Yeah, summertime for sure. Because mm-hmm. this is going on for a while. Oh, oh yeah. This, Buckle this up. What's that guy's name? That's like... going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. In fact, <laughs> what, you know, when I was talking about Manafort's trials, he's got his first one coming up in September and the one for Virginia District Court. They didn't set a date yet, but it was funny because the defense asked, Manafort's lawyers were like, if we had our wish our like wildest dreams come true it would be in november and he's like well you know <laughs> <laughs> just know that's not gonna happen <laughs> and and it, it was really it's just kind of funny like that would nope, be perfect nope not gonna happen yeah it's gonna be crazy fall any anyways regardless what <clears throat> happens it's gonna be a crazy midterm season it is and we're gonna do some sort of we're gonna figure out how to do this but we're gonna broadcast live for the midterm yes. election results yeah so. Woo. I thought you guys would be interested in knowing that. Mm-hmm. Mark your calendars now. <laughs> and, and vote, please. Yes. Yeah. Get in those polls. Yeah. Now, I also wanted to give a shout out to Rachel Maddow. Yes. Um, I know you listen. I know you're listening. <laughs> you and your fabulous neck. Uh, but damn you to hell with your themeless Friday New York Times crossword puzzle, you woman, you she oh, you devil. Nice. Well, I I do the crossword. I do the New York That's Times awesome. crossword, and yeah. hers she made one. Yeah, yeah. And it was so hard. She's <laughs> a very smart cookie, man. I know. Damn mm-hmm. you, Mom. Good stuff. It was killing me. Themeless. Oh. All right. <laughs> Susie B says her obsession is official. She left a comment for us on the Podbean Yay. patron site. So Aww. thanks for subscribing, Susie B. Thank you. All right, you guys. Uh, that's. Uh, that's that's the show this week. Uh, we actually got through it in a pretty good, reasonable amount of time. Nice. Um, the slow news week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was slow. Still over an hour. Yeah. But yeah, so this was uh, good. I had good fun. Do you guys have fun? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Right. Always. Anything else? Any last words? I love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I love you guys, too. I love you, too. I'm A.G. I'm Julissa Johnson. I'm Jordan Coburn. And this is Muller She Wrote. 
Muller She Wrote is produced and engineered by AG with editing and mixing by Jalisa Johnson. Market consulting by Amanda Reeder at Unicorn Creative. Our digital media director and subscriber manager is Jordan Coburn. Fact-checking and research by AG with support from Jalisa Johnson and Jordan Coburn. Our web design and creative is by Joelle Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. And our website is MullerSheWrote.com. Season four of How We Win is here. For the past four years, we've been making history in critical elections all over the country. And last year, we made history again by expanding our majority in the Senate, beating election-denying Republicans in crucial state house races, and fighting back a non-existent red wave. But the MAGA Republicans who plotted and pardoned the attempted overthrow of our government now control the House, thanks to gerrymandered maps and repressive anti-voter laws. And the chaotic spectacle we've already seen shows us just how far they will go to seize power, dismantle our government, and take away our freedoms. So the official podcast of The Persistence is back with season four. There's so much more important work ahead of us to fight for equity, justice, and our very democracy itself. We'll take you behind the lines and inside the rooms where it happens with strategy and inspiration from progressive changemakers all over the country. And we'll dig deep into the weekly news that matters most and what you can do about it with messaging and communications expert, co-founder of Way to Win, and our new co-host, Jennifer Fernandez-Ancona. So join Steve and I every Wednesday for your weekly dose of inspiration, action, and hope. I'm Steve Pearson. And I'm Jennifer Fernandez-Ancona. And And this this is is How We Win. M-S-W Media. Hi, this is John Cryer, and I am hosting a new seven-part true crime podcast called Lawyers, Guns, and Money that'll challenge everything you think you know about U.S. covert operations and presidential misconduct. From Jack Bryan, the director of American PSYOP, comes the incredible true story of John Mattis, a newly sworn-in Miami public defender in the 1980s who has found himself completely in over his head. I step off the plane, and there is a van with a couple guys with Uzis. And one of them in broken English said, Welcome to Bogota, John. Mattis' first felony defendant has been arrested for having a machine gun and tells Mattis a dangerous secret. He was shipping arms into Central America on behalf of the CIA. As a first-time lawyer, I want to act like I know what I'm doing. But with the help of a Colombian drug smuggler... How much money the CIA raised by hitting up drug dealers? A lot of money, millions of dollars. An Alabama mercenary... They were prepared to die to the last man. I saw this in them. I saw the fire in their eyes. And they made me their war chief. And a newly elected senator, John Kerry. We are looking at allegations of drug running, gun smuggling, conspiracy to commit murder and murder itself. He'll fight to free his client. The judge said, show me in a courtroom how we were at war. Expose an illegal war being run by the White House. I mean, I wanted him involved, but I didn't want to be on record as doing it. And somehow stay alive in the process. 
I just escaped a kidnapping by the CIA in Costa Rica. This is Lawyers, Guns, and Money. So you have a man in Armani suit standing on the bow of a boat with a rocket launcher and says, if I lose sight of you, I will launch. You will be vaporized. Available everywhere starting October 29th, or get it ad-free and early starting October 22nd at lawyersgunsandmoney.supercast.com. There you'll find bonus episodes along with exclusive content. Subscribe now.